right, day 52. Okay, day, day 52. Yeah, day 52, Joshua 13 through 16. So we're right at like the halfway mark, right? Halfway mark yeah. of the book. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's a big transition. So in the first five chapters, the Israelites are preparing for entry, right? They're crossing uh -huh. the Jordan, preparing for entry. Then in the next <clears throat> few, six to 12, they take, right? They take the land, they enter right. the land of Canaan. Um, and then 13 through 21, this is this like middle part where they're allocating um, the land. Yeah. And so uh, we're moving from like conquest to like distribution, right? right and right, just right. the main thing, man, that I, I just thought about as I uh, seen this is that, you know, it's again like Joshua is this new Moses and he's following in his footsteps and it's different people, but it's the same mission. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's the same yeah. mission. Like God is still fulfilling his promises. Yeah. God's promises do not die when his people do, you know? Right. Mm. Nah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And once again, right, um, you know, the Bible is more like a window that helps us see into what God's like more than it is a mirror to reflect back on us what we're like. And if you tend to view it as a window you're going to get to a section like this and read through and say this is boring it's not applicable it has absolutely nothing to do with my life mm. but you've got to remember these are people that have been waiting yeah. right these are folks the people that are getting ready to go into the land what you see is this like they've got parents loved ones everybody that was over the age of 40 when they left mm -hmm. egypt is dead, right? So mm. they left Egypt, they heard about this land, and they had dreams of being in this land, planting gardens, playing catch, or whatever they did with their parents and this tribe. Now, everybody that they know, all their loved ones that were older are dead, but they're getting ready to come into this land. And this is the part where they're, you know, they're taking possession. Mm. of this land yo it's like uh uh they've had this deed to their house or to this land for 40 years yeah. and this is closing day god mm. saying all right y'all can move in y'all can you know walk in through the front door so this section is huge like yeah it's boring to us but the people that experienced it right are probably experiencing it with tears and their hearts are just full that mm. god keeps his promises yeah absolutely man that's that's excellent and i just love how like god is so uh he just he keeps them but not like very specifically too because right, right. remember in numbers like caleb and, and joshua were the only two who came out I was like man god can do this like i don't know what y'all yeah. talking about and right. so caleb we see in this text is the first one who gets first dibs, right? Because right, he was right. courageous and God made this promise that he would see the land the other 10 spies wouldn't. And he's yeah. like, bro, it's been 45 years. I'm, I'm hyped, right? right? Like you said, like, yeah. man, it's been 45 years and I'm finally about to get this. More than half my life. I'm 85. I'm an old head now. Like, he's 85, but he's still like, yeah, he's I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm about to get it. Yeah, I'm 85. But the thing I just thought about, man, like, just because God's promises are delayed doesn't mean they're denied, you know? Right. Like, yeah. they, they may mm. take time to come to fruition, but we're going to get our reward. It's, mm. like you said, man, it's done. Like, it's done. It's finished. We Technically, the Bible will say, like, we have it. We have it right. already. We just can't yeah. see it yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So nah, nah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, man, 
when we know that, I think by faith, yo, it just gives us this renewed sense of vigor and energy. Mm -hmm. You know, chapter 13 to 16, one of the things that is, uh, or that is really drawn out here is Joshua and Caleb, but what's also brought out is their age, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. 13 starts off and it says, yo, Joshua was advanced in years. You know, my guy. He's old. Right? <laughs> but one thing that you see is like, he's not retiring. He's yeah. not like fishing and crocheting and just done with life. Cooling, There's yeah. something specific that God has for him to do. Mm. So even in his old age, there's a transition. There's a work that God has for him to do. Caleb is old and he's still leading this charge. And you see this God who is really, um, God is going to use us, but you also see God like uh, ringing out every last bit of usefulness mm. from his people. So Joshua and Caleb aren't, aren't a wet sponge that's discarded, but you really see God using every last bit of what he instilled or put um, inside of them. And I think that's, that's just a reminder for us of um, how, how gracious God is to use us, how God's going to use us, how God wants to use us in ways that we have no clue about. Mm. Um, and that yeah, God's going God's gonna to be the one to ensure that he maximizes our usefulness to him. We only need to be faithful and attentive. Yeah, I think um, two more things I think that were really big. One is that the fact that the text will say in 15 and 16 that they didn't fully drive out everybody. So, right, the, so Judah right. didn't drive out all the Jebusites, right? Ah. And then in uh, 16, it's like uh, Manasseh, right, um, didn't possess, you know, all of uh, the cities and the peoples there were not fully done away with. And um, just a few things, like one, it's like, okay, this is not this ethnic cleansing, right? Right. People right, are right, still right. around. Israel, yeah. eventually, as we keep reading, will mix with Canaan, right? right. And that's how we, uh, essentially, that's how the Canaanites actually die out. People don't know. They mix with so many other people groups that that's why they're not a people group to this day. So, right. so knowing history helps. So that, two, it, I guess with that too, like, yeah, we can say the Gentiles, right? Like that's a prefiguring yeah. of how the Gentiles come in to be with. They're grafted in, yeah, that it's uh, God starting to show that, no, no, listen, I actually want a people that's made up of all peoples. Right. Genesis 12. Yeah. 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 And, and two, Judah, just how much time he spends talking about the inheritance of Judah. So one of the things you re realize about the Bible is that when you come to the scriptures, it has an eye in both directions, right? So it points mm. back to what's happened. But it also right. anticipates what's going to happen. So that's why it's just hard to just jump in the middle of a story. Right. Because right. you've got to know what happens before. Remember, in Genesis, like Jacob declared Judah the leader now, you know, right. and he proclaimed his blessing over him. And from Judah is going to come David, right? Big yeah. time figure in the, in the biblical storyline. Right. And ultimately Jesus, right? Yeah. And so Judah having priority here says something about who's to come right. from, from their people as well. Our Lord yeah. and our Savior. Ah, amen. Yeah, man.